guys, welcome back to the Little Miss Know It All podcast. And you're back again with Bunny and CL. And we can't wait to talk about our new topic today. It's all about AI. So AI has been in the news. Um, it's been trending, especially today. There was such a big announcement by Mark Zuckerberg. Um, he's launched some new AI chatbots for his social media services. And these are really crazy because some of them are celebs, some of them are characters, and they talk and mimic like the personalities of these um icons. So it's really interesting because nowadays a lot of people, you know, they they don't really want AI, to be honest. There's a lot of people are spoken to, and some people are in denial. Some people are afraid of it. Some people are not sure of the consequences of using AI. But it's clearly here to stay. It's here to be part of our lives, whether we like it or not. It just gets pushed on us because we live and we we conduct our relationships, business, everything on social media. What do you think, Bunny? I think that in this new era of technology, we're about to enter uncharted territory, really and truly speaking, because anything can happen. I know AI has been around. I remember like back in maybe 2010, 2011, we used to have um, the chats. I don't know if you remember on Facebook, we had, we used to use, I think it was called Nemo. It was Nemo and like another version of Mixit. And there was a chatbot there, apparently AI, and you could talk to it and ask it questions. That was my first interaction with these AI chats. And already stuff that I would say to it, sometimes it would say back to me. So it was actually learning me and my personality every time I spoke to it. It was quite interesting. <laughs> So clearly this, and I, so I don't really remember Nemo, probably because I wasn't into Facebook as much as everybody was. But I remember, I want to say it was, you know, when we all first started getting our personal computers and Microsoft Word and everything, you know, was the the thing. Um, they were those uh, kind of assistants, like paperclip. And then at one point, it was some kind of monkey. Yes, I remember, Do you remember that. <laughs> And they were assistants yeah. on the computer. And to be honest, that was that is the introduction, the beginning of AI. But now, I mean, fast forward 2023, and now we have these chatbots. So one interaction I had, because I was like, well, it asked me, would you like to try it out? And I normally use WhatsApp. And uh, WhatsApp said, you know, gave me the options of using one of these icons. So the one was from Meta. It was just a circle. And I asked it, you know, what do I eat before workout? And what kind of meal do I eat? Because I wanted to know how extensive its knowledge is and we're into health and fitness. And it gave me a pretty good answer. I mean, it was detailed. Yes. It was really accurate, surprisingly. And it actually covered like a broad spectrum you could say of what my needs because this and this is the reply it says the best lean protein for breakfast depends on personal preferences and dietary needs there goes covering all aspects of who i am and my what i possibly could you know be affected by 
Some popular options include egg whites, lean turkey, bacon, Greek yogurt, and plant-based alternatives like tofu or tempeh. How can I assist you further? It's pretty good. I was like, okay, maybe this this guy can work. This this AI can work. But then I wanted to test it out a little more, and I <laughs> asked it a business question, and I asked it like, you know, how do I import something and what channels? And it really detailed a lot of the paperwork and which avenues and channels I need to go through, who to talk to. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, something went off in my head that this could, there's so much potential, so much potential. I mean, could it really help me run a business? Could it actually run the business for me? Could it file documents for me? I mean, in the future, right now, it's just giving me information. So, I mean, where are we going? I with actually this think exactly? that in the future it could. Yeah, I mean, it, it really I have a gave friend me... who actually used ChatGP to do his resume. Can you believe it? Well, I mean, we've heard a lot about these um, people like in university and colleges using ChatGPD to GPT, I mean, to um, write essays and dissertations and so on, to the point that the professors have to use software to tell which one is using the AI so that they don't give them an easy mark or pass. This is interesting because, you know, before, and let's coin the phrase right here, before we used to just be like, hey, let's Google it. And now... We're just going to say, hey, let's AI it. <laughs> this is where we're at. Oh, yeah. And the, the crazy thing is, if anyone uses um, <clears throat> Opera Mini, it comes with its own AI chatbot. So you could open that on the, you know, on your laptop and type into your AI what you're looking for or what you want, and they will come up with whatever it is that you need. I find it quite interesting. And I, I actually think we're going to turn this into a three-part series, just discussing, you know, how they're progressing, what exactly is going on with a, a bunch of these companies. And part of that definitely has to go into the fact that already, if we're getting it on Opera Mini, I'm pretty sure, you know, we, we said WhatsApp and Meta. I know Apple is going to come out with something like that. Already, they were. I saw an uh, an article that said that Apple can actually now program your Siri with your own voice. Oh How gosh. are they doing that if not with AI? So it's, it's so great that you bring up Apple because you know we've heard all the buzz. They're coming out with this headset, right? It's a VR headset but essentially this headset is not like other vr devices in the past it's not VR a vr would... headset what it's like an augmented reality it's not a headset. vr headset they specifically said it's augmented reality so it's not the same as virtual reality and right. apparently with these glasses you'll actually see your environment and what you're seeing on your phone from what i understood of the article you would use your fingers to, you know, scroll. Like they say, if you pinch your fingers together, I think that was to scroll or press right. pause or something I, like talk that. About that movie, that's Minor talk about that movie, Minority Report, because that's that's basically that. It was like he's just doing like air dance moves, <laughs> but he's scrolling <laughs> through 
you know, applications and <laughs> So at the same time. Yeah. And we're going to get there. I actually think we'll get there. Right. Same time. Imagine um, walking on the street and you see someone doing that. Girl, it'll be crazy. It'll be so crazy. <laughs> so at the same time, there is the video, right, about the demo of the the AR headset. And girl, you can. You can see the background. You can see your, the, the room you're sitting in. But in front of you, you can have three screens. You can be multitasking, doing work. You can watch a 3D movie. You can... and. The 3D fix, they said, are pretty, pretty good. And that is so much potential for creators, for future movie makers, for for anybody, really. And yes, you can, it has like 12 cameras or something. So that's, you can enable the movement from side to side with your fingers on your lap to your side of your head to move or, or scroll your screens. I mean, this is really advanced tech and it's not an expensive headset it's something like three thirty five hundred dollars or something but at the end of the day mark zuckerberg has also come out with some tech and he also has augmented reality glasses he also has a new vr headset i know a few people that already work in his vr space and do their work and so on but he has he said his graphics have um, improved he has better um learning space and he wants to make the virtual experience more engaging so that you know eventually and he said this in an interview with Forbes that there shall be a hologram in the future instead of just talking to someone but like I saw in the Ooh. demos the Apple headset doing a uh, video call it's so engaging and they have you know Apple also has those um, moving 3D pictures in the headset it's so much more engaging. And let me tell you this. We were already engaged in our cell phones. What are we going to do with these headsets? The Our brain senses with that quick gratification is only going to get worse. It really is. And as an Apple user myself, okay, I will sell my kidney to get my hands on that augmented reality glasses. They are quite pricey, but... I'm going to be the first one to say it. Apple has got me shackled at the ankles. I am in love with all their products. And especially when it comes to this AI technology, they've actually invested, and they're the biggest investor from the last couple of years. I think their first AI startup that they invested in was back in 2017. And they have invested in 21, if I remember correctly, startup companies. So... Apple isn't necessarily purchasing an AI company, more as just investing in their gut. They have shares in these companies, which I actually think is very clever, you know. And Tim Cook said that he's not being like the other big companies where they're announcing what they're doing with the AI. And they rather, as they know, and they've tested out their product and everything's come out, then they're releasing it, which I think is very smart on Apple's part. But I don't think the price for the headset is, it's just not feasible for a lot of people. But I mean, you know, Apple, they've got a $500 
you know, headphones set and people are buying that. So right. I don't think prices are They'll a problem. Be fine. Like you said, I think the 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 big deal is FOMO, right? Who wants to miss out on the next big Apple gadget? I mean, they've made history right. with the iTunes play things and everything and the new iPhones and they've made history and nobody's going to care about $3,500. We'll skip rent this month. Thank you. But I can see you in VR. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Where are we going with this? Where are we taking all this? And then can we keep up? I mean, I know for one, like... The parents, the grandparents, they're going to have a lot of issues with this AI thing. Or oh. is this actually is this actually going to improve their lives? Because a lot of them are confused about tech anyway. But if you had a virtual assistant. So to, now that we're talking about these big companies and everything that they're trying to do. But they have Alexa. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I've seen grandparents rely on Siri and so on instead of typing because typing and they have, you know, problems mm. with fingers and so on. But where are we going with this? And so interesting enough, I saw 60 Minutes and they had a little um, piece they did on Google. And Google is not exactly the most loudest in the game, but they are definitely the most furthest in the game. And people don't really realize this. So they came up with the AI assistant because they do not want to be left behind, but they know they are advanced. They just don't want to advance too quickly. So they come up with Bard. And Bard, if um, you see this interview and if you, I guess, Google it, to say the least, <laughs> Bard is very advanced. He is super advanced. Bard, he learned the internet in seven months. He basically can, you could give him three three words because they did this and they told him, write a story about I'm missing shoes or the missing shoes that have been lost. And so he writes the story about it will belong to my children and my child or something. And he goes on to say, and now I feel empty and there's emptiness in my soul. I mean, he tugged at the heartstrings. He talked about emotion. He really... He went so close as to almost, I mean, most of the chatbots are basically funny or, you know, uh, informative. But this one went on the emotional cues of human nature. And that's something to be said, because where do we stop or not stop, should I say? Where is the line between reality? What's the cutoff point? Well, if they're going to be integrated so much into our lives, are we not going to know what reality is or was in the future when we become reliant? Because we will. That's our nature to take the easiest, fastest route. <laughs> convenience, convenience. Where are we going to be <laughs> when the AI is literally doing everything for us, running our businesses? replying our emails just you know they're gonna are they going to study us as an individual one and be eventually an avatar of who we really are i i probably so, think it will become like an avatar i mean we've seen these movies let's let's not lie to each other we've all seen the movies there was her which was about a man falling in love with his AI. And she would even say she's joining chat rooms with other AI and it's um, starring Scarlett Johansson and Joe Quinn 
Phoenix. Oh, I hope oh. I'm not butchering his name. Yes, you are. It's Joaquin. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. We forgive you. English Joaquin, is your first oh language. Oh my word, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we might yeah. need AI to teach We've you seen English. Also with cartoons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do. Well, as it is. And you're so We've happy. seen it in... Yeah. I mean, they've got one about... What is it called? What's that movie called? Was it iRobot? Yes, it's iRobot. There's a lot of movies that have shown yeah. us really what's possible in the future. And I mean, Avatar is just really part of it for sure. So talking about the future, you know, we have a former Google futurist who predicts what classrooms of the future will look like. Okay. So movies and stuff, that's one thing. But this guy goes on to say children will be DNA scanned for personalized lessons. Basically meaning if you're good at like, let's say math, they're going to focus on improving your math ability but because that's what your DNA says. And so he's thinking the main subject won't be English, but how to work with AI. And this is true because the job's if you watch the 60-minute interview about Google and Bide, and they ask, well, what jobs at risk? They said a lot of jobs that have knowledge. So accountants, writers, all those people that know knowledge, AI is definitely going to be the one to basically take over those jobs. So our job, yeah. and if it's here to stay and they cannot stop it, our job is literally to work with AI, to understand it, to use it in our daily lives. Well, then how more can we keep improving it? So another thing I think goes on- I think would probably improve our lives so much more though. I mean, it's definitely because Look, there's a, a lot, lot of, of advantages. Kids, I, I feel like in, in a school, yeah, yes, they do kind of focus on our strong subjects, but they're not actually focusing that much on what we're good at. So if I'm more, I don't even know how to word this. <laughs> if I'm more creative and I do yeah. better with crafts and art and fabrics, things like that, things to do with my hands, wouldn't it make more sense for me to focus on those subjects as opposed to, you know, like geography, business studies, accounts, science, you know, so I do think there is a benefit to doing that, but I also think it's a bit of a disadvantage. I don't think that I do. Th and I agree with you. I think it's a bit of a disadvantage because I remember when I was younger, I was interested in certain subjects. And as I got older, that changed for me and I got better at other things. And, you know, not everyone starts out like, oh, he was always good at like, I don't know, history. And then he became like a history professor or something. Not everything starts out like that. Yes, it might be in yes. your DNA, but our brain. Your brain only fully develops at 25. Well, the new study says at 30. <laughs> Keep growing out there, kids. Keep growing out there. <laughs> right. So he goes on to say by 2050, students will download knowledge directly into their brains from AI tutors with no human teacher oh. present and receive lessons tailored to their DNA. Now, I mean, this is true. Look, we're already seeing people trying to develop, you know, 
chips and tech to put in our brains. They don't, you know, we're going to go from handhelds to put off. <laughs> no more cell phone. We just, I mean, we're wearing the glasses now. They want us to live in the virtual world. At what point, at what point are we going to turn into the matrix? <laughs> Sounding so much so. I mean, they're predicting all this. I'm not trying to scare anybody. Or, but I mean, where are we going with this? So, and it's really crazy. It's progressing fast. So something to, to really think about. How fast is this progressing? Really fast. We just have to accept that. Um. Anyway, he goes on to say, um, follows produced with white paper on a subject in collaboration with online tutoring service Go student and said that while her predictions may seem out there, they are not science fiction. She says not science fiction. By the way, this article can be found on Daily Mail. She told the DailyMail.com that AI teachers will allow students a new perspective that we can merge with our own human perspectives. She predicts that new subjects such as interstellar studies and biotech will become popular as humanity moves towards becoming an interplanetary species. Say she's wrong. Have you seen social media? I don't like that. <laughs> okay, but I cannot say she's wrong. I don't like it either. But have you seen social media? You can use AI to create your TikToks now. You can use AI to create your YouTubes now. You can, I mean, you just have to put in a subject. Talk about, I don't know, yeah. like how to build a house. And literally AI will just put in a picture of a person, an image that looks realistic, but it's a virtual person. You know, and it's going to tell you how to do all these things and bam, you just upload it. We're not going to have regular jobs in the future. We probably won't have manufacturing jobs if we have robots and we have robots that build robots, by the way, Bard and Google have found a way to get the AI to train little robots to play soccer and whatnot. What job do we have except somehow to make virtual products i think the new language in school will definitely be coding like she said working with ai and coding but then ai can write its own code so it's just basically how do you control the ai will be the subject in school and um one more thing i think i want and and i want to make this prediction here too ai is going to need to be powered so we will probably have free internet free electricity a lot of free things you know before you couldn't you couldn't even make a long distance phone call you'd have to pay through you know now that you just pay for internet it technically making a long distance phone call it's free we can zoom we can chat we can go on wi-fi and a lot of places offer free wi-fi so internet wi-fi lo-fi whatever it'll be in the future beamed from elon musk satellite whatever it is, it's going to be free and electricity too. And reason being because AI will probably make, make it so, or we will have to rely on AI to make it so. <laughs> it will probably make it so. It will come up with a solution on how to build this new infrastructure to handle the amount of electricity everybody needs. It will be the ones programming the satellites and telling us what needs to be put where so that it's constant, you know, working and 
you know, we all have access to it, especially because if it's going to become such a big part of our lives, I mean, already I've seen a couple of competitions on who can make the best AI digital art. So if people are not even going to be doing their own art, you know, that's digital in the future, why not just do it to the AI version? What's the point in having, you know, all these graphic designers, the UX designers, when you can just go into an AI chat and figure it out yourself or get an AI to do it. So I do think that it is going to be a well integrated piece of technology into every single one of our lives, the further along these companies delve into it. And so I'm not, we're not just getting this information from just anyway. I mean, these are the things that we've read and we've watched and going back to that 60 minutes interview and you can find it on YouTube when they speak into Google and the top CEOs and so on of Google, you know, it comes down to this. They have great computing power. An AI solved a protein equation. So nobody really knew the structure, the total structure of proteins. And it, so they decided to give it to AI. And it actually did. It did solve proteins, the structure and so on. And that was a big breakthrough because they began to make new antibiotics because of that. They began to make new kinds of vaccines and medications because of that. That's a big step for humanity. So what all can it solve? Well, we have been looking to get a new power source in terms of like nuclear power, coal power, coal fusion, whatever it is for electricity. We're looking to get um, quantum computing going. All these like, you know, things we need to go to the next tech stage. Once we have those breakthroughs, I don't think there's any stopping us as a race as a planet, we're just going to get worse. And this, I think, is the downfall. If you grow too fast, if you progress too fast, we're not looking at consequences. And consequence is definitely going to be our next podcast. Because like we said, there's some great, great advances that AI is doing. And I don't think, you know, whether you like it or not, I don't think no one is going to have a choice. Like we are all going to have to face it and just get used to AI, just like how we stopped using dial-up phones and now we have cell phones. I'm sure some people are like, I'm never getting one of those cell phones. (laughs) And now we all have cell phones and personal computers and laptops and tablets and so on. Well, this is it. This is that next step for our next generation. So we're going to cut it here and we have like one minute to go, but I'll tell you what, join us for that second episode. We have a lot more to talk about and a lot more, I don't want to say scary stuff to dive into, but it is kind of scary because the things that we found that AI is doing without our consent, by the way, also making up stuff and having hallucinations, that will really give you a... They run for your money. But um, thank you for joining us for now. Bunny, it's been a pleasure. It's been great here. Yes, it has been a pleasure. I'm so happy we're having this conversation. And I cannot wait to rejoin everyone on part two.